Hello, wonderful friends. You're welcome back to Extraordinary Living with Homomi Father Iro. It's a channel that gives quality content around health, purpose, and empowerment because these are words we need to live an extraordinary life. And uh, for some time now, we have been on health as a lifetime investment. So, you're welcome back. How are you doing? How has been everything with you? I hope you're making great progress with your new life goals and activities in 2021. Last week, we had two important guests, two young professionals that did justice to a very, very important topic that affects our health and productivity, and that was unrest and sleep. It was such a beautiful discussion, and we were able to establish the importance of health, importance of rest and sleep, and then we were able to give some basic tips on how to improve our sleep, the quality of our sleep. But because time failed us, we couldn't do so much on how to cultivate this habit, this sleep habit that would in turn improve our health and productivity. So today, Nansoboshika and I would continue the discussion on sleep hygiene. Remember last week, last episode, Dr. Ogumboye mentioned um, sleep hygiene, but we couldn't dress so much on it. So today, we are going to be discussing in-depthly what sleep hygiene is all about and how do we cultivate good sleeping habits. Thank you very much. Stay tuned and make sure you grab all the details today. Uh, you're welcome, Nosawashika. Thank you very much, yeah. Nospadairo. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming again. In fact, we we people have been sending me a lot of feedbacks about the last episode, and it's been overwhelming. You know, people really loved oh, it. That's great. So we are happy to have you around again. I mean, I feel so privileged. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. It's a privilege to be here as well, and thank you for the job you're doing. All right, thank you so much. So today we are going to be talking about a very special topic, which is sleep hygiene. You know, just like we have personal hygiene, just like we have environmental hygiene, food hygiene. So there could be something else called sleep hygiene. I'm sure people are really waiting to hear what we've got to say. So uh, as a way of introduction, from my own findings, uh, I found out that sleep hygiene refers to, the, it refers to the set of habits, you know, that we cultivate or practice in order to improve the quality of our sleep. In other words, they are just healthy sleep habits. And then it has been discovered or proven that having a good sleep hygiene is important to our mental, physical health and our overall quality of life. So, but, you know, last week we talked about how, how, how yeah. rest and sleep is important. You know, you made a lot of illustration, you and then Dr. Ogumboye, about the fact that our body is like a system. That no matter what the load of work we have to do, once it actually, you know, um, the battery is down, we have to, there's no how we can keep working. You know, it shuts down until it is recharged. So it it was it was profound. Yeah. And you know what? I I had a training last week and an illustration also came to my mind, just like what we just said now. You know, it just like um um, you know, the energy we exude every day, everything we do, we exert energy, even in talking, 
you know okay. people and feel a lot of energy i was mm. telling them i said you know exuding those energies like battery life like our life itself is a battery life so why we so much energy exactly. how we enjoy it you know we are high we keep doing all the things we have to do but then we are using out our battery i mean we are exhausting you understand so we need mm. to take time from time to time to recharge yeah so that we can sustain yeah. that energy and you know keep being productive you understand so now people want to know how they can improve this quality of their sleep they know it's important so this sleep i do now today is about cultivating healthy sleep habits so we want you to from your expertise to enlighten us on what sleep hygiene is all about and how we can actually improve our sleep habits over to you <laughs> thank you very much mom thank you for this wonderful and interesting topic that we need to let people know more about and during the first um, part of this topic you know we explained what sleep is and how important it is so now what should we do or how should we execute you know the sleep how should we sleep properly to obtain you know to have maximum health and all of that so sleep hygiene just like you have said is there are the things we do that the habits you know those actions we do that creates you know a good you know have that that helps us to rest well at night when we sleep and it improves the quality that is how much you know the, the quality how good it is and the quantity like how well do we sleep how many hours do we, do we sleep already we know that our sleeping should be should take between seven to eight hours for adults so what can we do to ensure that we are sleeping adequately adequately and one of these things is making a decision that is firm you know we have to realize that i must you know put my health take my health as a priority and when once i know that my health is my priority is an investment that i have to you know that i have to work on so we begin to see sleep which is one of the good pillars of health as important so we take a decision that from today i want to really have good sleep i want to improve the quality and the quantity of sleep oh, i get nice. so hmm. making that decision helps a lot so when so you make it, that decision, you you begin to take steps towards it. Hmm. Hmm. And, uh, so it starts from making that decision. Yeah. Yeah. It starts from the decision. The decision. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Because you you say there is no way you can go unless you decide you want to go there. So it, it comes from the mind and what the mind can mm-hmm. conceive, it can achieve. So it starts with the mind. So once you make that decision, you begin to do, okay, this the my bedtime routine. Okay, what are the things I do before bed? What are the things I used to do? You know, it's about evaluation this time around. If you want to really have a good quality and quantity of sleep, it's about evaluation. What are the things I do proud you know in the first place that i don't do well you know we can even we, we could be doing some things and thinking okay we'll, we'll sleep yeah but they are not healthy for us they are not good enough like for instance what's the first thing we do the bedtime routine do we shower before we go to bed because you know having you know having a, a, a good bath before sleeping it helps to relax your relax your nerves like you are calm actually when, when you have your bath with a okay. warm water so you are relaxed and then the bed okay what what are the things that that go around in our bed on our bed you know the, the bed is not a place for you know typing it's not a place where you watch movies it's not a place where your laptop should be it's not a place where you hmm. bring homework hmm. it's not a place where yeah you yeah that's really uh, our young people should actually you know pay attention to that part because everywhere on the road in the car everywhere is a workplace for us so i i really understand the point you're trying to make but Ma, i really want us to you know uh, just take some point on on how you know how we should craft a pre-bed time routine 
like what are the few points we need to okay. pay attention to for our prepared time routine you already mentioned the warm having a warm bath or shower prior to sleeping so what other thing can we do you know like our pre-time pre-bedtime routine yeah thank you very much for that one thing that we should not underestimate is the act of yeah journaling. I, I love that like it sounds journaling yeah that's the word <laughs> yeah it's very very important you know we go through life we go through you know our day-to-day activities with a lot of things we are thinking this way you are, we have thousands of thoughts mm. that we are processing but before you sleep do you you know we should encourage ourselves to write things down write what you want to achieve the next day write the things that you were able to achieve that day write the things that you know your future plans your goals your aspirations once you put them down you know you are you are coordinated hmm. and then it helps to guide you know it, it, it doesn't it doesn't give you you know your anxiety it relieves your body yeah sleeping because yeah. once you have anxiety yeah. sometimes it can be difficult yeah. to sleep well so this is one of the things we can do so yeah. is very can important. i can i say something about that journaling you know there was one illustration okay, that um, yeah. a coach actually made sometimes ago that you know we we all have a lot of things on our mind they're like open tabs so when we actually put them down it's like we are offloading those burdens and we are closing up those tabs so sometimes anything you have written that is as good as you are you are you have done it like it's as if they are settled you understand so having those things written like unloading offloading those burdens on our heart so that when we are sleeping we are sleeping light so i Yes, I really get that mm-hmm. part. So, you know. Yeah. So, another thing we can do is to meditate. Mm. Like, this comes after Yeah. Meditation. You know, once you write something and then you begin to think about, you know, how how can you, you know, it even helps. It could, it could unlock, you know, a whole lot of, you know, doors for you. You could you know you begin to find out that oh my god this is what i should do that will help and then you write it down and you begin to execute like later on so meditation helps it really helps it it, it, it prepares your body for sleeping it coordinates it makes you mm. coordinated so rather than just thinking and just thinking about anything like we should have we should be intentional about our thoughts and then like you mentioned yeah. in one of our conversation that we should engage the power of positive thinking rather than just thinking about oh, how great how overwhelming those things we have to do rather just mm-hmm. twist it and then yeah. you know engage the habit of positive thinking so i think i think i love that part it's 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 profound yeah that's the word <laughs> so so thank you so much thank you then your last point yeah. you want to have that bedtime routine apart from that we could li- listen to music hmm. you know music is life yeah music and you know we could it's not just listening to music alone you have to you know be intentional as well what are the kind of music we listen to not the kind of music that will get us worked up no again. you know it should be music that will relax us that will make us relaxed you know, sometimes you could be listening to a music and then you even fall asleep, you know, faster. Mm. So it helps. When you listen to music, actually, it, it could not, you know, there are a lot of music you can you could listen to that can help you to relax. We have things like Lullaby. You could listen to those things. You could listen yeah, to mm, sound. That's true. That's true. They are so relaxing. They, are, they, they calm, like, yeah, they, make calm. Calm. they make you feel rested even before mm. you sleep. They create rest. Yeah. They help you to rest even before it is quieting it quieting the soul exactly that's word okay thank you so much for that beautiful um, addition i also think reading a book too can help but i don't mean serious books so (laughs) maybe just a an interesting novel and i sometimes it works for me that sometimes i sleep while reading some of those books so I think mm, also, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also nice. Yeah, it okay, I think we should move forward. So, what about um, you know, some people just believe, oh, what I do in my day doesn't really matter. Once I once I get to my house, 
I will fix that part. I will sleep. But then we have found out that there are so many things that we can do during the day that can, you know, improve the quality of our sleep at night. You understand? So, uh, for example, let me give yeah. an example of one of those things I found out. I realized that there's an hormone called melatonin. Melatonin is a hormone that yeah. um, can that that sunlight actually facilitates the production. So, and it actually mm-hmm. improves it improves it, it improves the quality of our sleep. It promotes sleep. So, going out in the morning or under if I, even not even if we could not go out in the morning, at least having our body exposed to the sunlight every day can actually increase the production of melatonin that can in turn promote the quality of our sleep. And I think I heard that sunlight as a way of normalizing or regulating our circadian reading reading Mm. and sleep. Yeah. So I I feel that some other habits that can that we can actually imbibe that can improve our sleep the things you can do during the day so i know you have a lot of them so i wanted to give us <laughs> the pro sleep habits during the day that can improve our our sleep at night all right thank you very much you know the points we mentioned earlier are the things you do at night so what are the things we can do during the day that's what you're that's what you're asking yeah and i would say one thing to take note for you know the amount of stress we take in during the day you know hmm. the things are psychological you can't expect to be worked up all day and then you expect that yes you you, you know you could be tired from the day's work and you'll be like oh my god i can't wait to just come to my bed like i love my bed i can't wait to see my bed and sleep yes fine you can't wait to see your bed to sleep but what are the things you, you like we need to take you know cognizance with the things we do during the day like trying our possible best to reduce stress we take in during the day helps because once your mind wanders about once you have you know once you are heavily laden let me put it that way it's it's difficult stress does not give stress does not allow it interferes with the quality of our sleep so we should be careful with you know i know you know day-to-day life activities you know they bring stress but we should know how to manage our stress you know we should know how to manage ourselves to make sure that you know you are capable you are in charge when you're in charge of your day you know it, it, it's difficult for you to to be so worked up because sometimes you could even sleep you could even have a ethic day and then you begin to have nightmares mm. and then it's it interferes with the quality and even your sleep wow sleep. wow so i i never saw air. this coming actually but then i i think i have i have another insight to what you're saying that you know when we are able to manage stress better there's a sense of fulfillment it gives us you know close of the mm-hmm. day like you are you like you said you're in charge it gives us this sense of control over our mood over ourselves and um, furthermore exactly. can actually impact on the quality of our sleep and i think it's actually very very important you don't just say ah i can do anything during the day just do every thing that can actually break you down and expect to have a sound sleep in the night so i think it all starts from mm-hmm. how you actually cope and manage yourself over during the day mm. that that point is is very very important i love it Yes, yes, ma'am. Thank you. Yeah. So another thing, yeah, sorry. Another thing we can do is exercise. Mm-hmm. You know, being physically active. And when, when I talk about exercise, I don't normally say like, okay, you have to eat the gym. You don't have to eat the gym to be physically active. You know, what what are the things you do? Do you, you know, do you exercise? Like even if it's just moving of the body. As simple as, as you know, as natural as dancing is to some people. Is yes, like, yes. Because you're burning calories, you are being physically active, and then every organ of your body is working, it's being functional, you know, it's healthy, you are keeping healthy, you are being healthy. Mm. And one of the things we, we see, you know, everything still boils down to our health. Because once we are not healthy, it, it affects our sleep. 
we underestimate it. Hmm. Yes, exactly. We underestimate it as though it's just something that you know, just let me just have a little. Like, sometimes I can even skip it, you know, and get away with it, not knowing we are doing more harm than good to ourselves and our productivity. No, 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 I'm, I'm with you. You want you said there's another important thing. I'm with you. Yeah, another important okay. thing is you know the food we eat. Oh what my that? god. Hmm. Very, very important. And we don't we, we don't we don't know how much it affects our sleep because eating heavy food, especially at night, is usually not the best not the best for our health not the best for our sleep so we should you know be careful about how how much we take in especially during the close of the day like you're welcome back nasawashika it's been an amazing you since the beginning of the discussion so we have just some few minutes left. You were actually trying to talk to us about the habits we can foster during the day that can, you know, improve the quality of our sleep. And you already, we already mentioned sunlight exercise. You were talking about eating before the network went off. We are with you. Hello. All right. Thank you very much and welcome back. So, what we yeah, thank you. Hello. Yeah, I'm with you. I can hear you. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yes, you can. Thank you. So, when we talk about okay, when we talk about food. When we talk about food, we need to pay more attention on what we eat, when we eat such foods, and you know what time that's when, and what I kind of we eat before going to bed. For instance, eating a heavy meal, you know, it gives the stomach a heavy tax of digesting. So it interrupts the quality of sleep we get. Another thing we try to stay away from before going to bed is, you know, the intake of caffeine, sodas, because all of these things they try to cause, you know, they try to stop, they, they stop us rather from sleeping yeah. well. that's a very very important point actually it reminds me of um you know one the podcast episode we had on healthy eating we were made to understand that eating large meals just before we sleep is just like giving our bodies extra work to do because naturally every systems of our body is used to resting over the night 
so it, it gives our body a, a, a form of coordination when we are sleeping and our, and our organs and systems are also you know resting so but when we hit a large meal before sleep we are sleeping but our stomach is working our livers our liver is working and then when we are supposed to wake up and start working you know those organs have been you know stressed out so it kind of destabilizes the body system that was one of those things that we learned there and so i think it's best to eat a light meal that can be easily digested before going to sleep i think i got your point so much dear listeners thanks for staying with us on the channel thank you Nosa Woshika for your brilliant um, contribution we really really appreciate you I think we've had enough of um, pro-sleep habits those are the forms of habits that we can cultivate or that we can practice in the day that would that would in turn improve the quality of our sleep in the night so we already considered stress management although not in depth but we've mentioned the fact that you know having a control over our activity taking charge of our emotions one way or the other can affect the quality of our sleep in the night. So we also talk about getting sunlight during the day and you know, engaging in physical activities, exercise such as brisk walk, dancing, swimming, or if you can afford to go it go to a gym, it's also good. We also mention the fact that healthy eating promotes quality of our sleep and we emphasize the fact that we should avoid large meals prior to our sleep we should avoid caffeinated drinks alcohols and even soda soft drinks because they can uh, reduce the quality of our sleep um, i think we should also avoid drinking too much water prior to sleeping because it can interrupt our sleep because we might have to be standing up to urinate frequently which can interrupt her sleep and for those that have one ailment or the other they should seek counsel from their doctors as to what to eat even in the night for example for a patient that has ulcer chronic ulcer should not take spiced food at all especially in the night when they are about to sleep and they shouldn't take late night snacks because can increase the rate at which acid is produced and it can cause more pain over the night and can interrupt with your sleep so it is important to take note of all these points so that we don't just go about activities in the, in the day waiting that oh when it's time to sleep we'll just get to the bed and sleep no there's some things that we should put in mind during the day so that we can improve the quality of our sleep thank you so much You welcome Nosawoshika, our, our dear listener, for staying put with us on this channel. So we want to move further by talking about how to create a sleep-inducing bedroom. Because it's not enough to want to sleep and have a quality sleep. We have to put into con- consideration the environment and uh, what should make up a good bedroom, a sleep-inducing bedroom. So over to yeah. Thank thank you very much, ma'am. So yeah. one of the important things that make up a good uh, inducing bedroom is the mattress. Like what are you sleeping on? So we need to take um, into consideration 
what we are sleeping on do we have a firm mattress huh. Huh. because actually having a firm mattress helps help you know it helps to create you know that good sleep that we want or that we desire that our body needs huh. and then it makes us comfortable it, it makes us fall asleep faster and earlier enough Yes, that's a very good point. Sleeping on a quality mattress or having quality beddings has a way of improving our sleep. For example, I I learned that um, sleeping on a good mattress has a way of cushioning the pressure areas, the the shoulder blade, the back of the head, the ear, the buttocks, if you're lying on the back and on the side too. There's a way it's cushions the pressure area and then there's another thing that i feel sleeping on a good bed can do for us is it there's a way it ensures that the spinal cord the vertebral colon is um, maintained maintained properly is, is stretched properly unlike when we sleep on a bed that's is is not good there's a way he makes the spinal cord to bend so it there's a way it's a good mattress helps to straighten the spinal cord and um, it's a way to maintain a good health and a good sleep so i think that was a very very beautiful point Another thing we should look at too is mm. the lightning where we sleep because you know it's usually advisable to sleep in a you know not sleep with light or if at all sleep in a in a in a room that has dim light because the light interrupts our sleep cycle. Mm. So one of the things we can do to enhance a good sleep, a good night rest. Is sleeping in an environment where there's mm, no light mm. at all, because all these lights they tra- they, they, they oh. interrupt the our sleep hormone, like the men yeah. earlier. It's really faster when there is a dark mm, when you're mm. in a dark environment. So this they should not be like me when I was growing up, that I would think someone something was coming to carry me. So I want my light to be on so that. You know, when that is coming, I'll be able to see. <laughs> I mean, I was just always particular about they should leave the light on. But now, I'm no longer like that, though. I've changed. <laughs> yeah, I was afraid of that. So, if, you know, I know people, of, yeah, just like, just like your own, you know, story now. You know, there are people that they just can't sleep without light which is actually you can actually train yourself to begin to sleep with without light and you mm-hmm. can actually start with dim light you know once light is seen it helps so another thing if i if i may proceed that we can talk about is the temperature of our room you know you have to ensure that you're not sleeping in a too cold or a too hot environment so what's you adjust your sleep um your temp the temperature the room temperature as the case as the weather is so that you can sleep comfortably without mm, any mm. stress so this is yeah yeah that's um that's um there's something i also want us to bring our attention to in recent time i i i'm beginning to see people having tvs in their rooms having the sound system in their rooms i think mm. what do you have to say mm-hmm. about that Okay, let me just say this. You know, we said something the other time. Okay, that you have to keep the bedroom, keep bedroom, you know, keep it simple. Make bedroom a bedroom. A place where you sleep. Yeah. Like, a place where you sleep. When you begin to adore your bedroom as this is my, you know, sacred place where I get optimum rest you begin to see tvs you begin to see sound systems as you know they are not they are not important for the bedroom Mm -hmm. they are for the living room 
And if at all, if at is 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 it's a beautiful distraction. Should I use the word beautiful distraction? It's a distraction because if at all you have this TV and the sound system and the music in your room, you could listen to them during the day. But you know we have to resist the urge to watch movies late at night. And you know one of the things we are guilty of too is our phones and our TV. When you watch um, TVs at night, you know the the ultraviolet rays, the radiation, it distorts our sleep cycle. So we don't know much about this, and then we just keep you know pressing the phone. So it's always advisable that before you sleep, you know, give yourself time rather than watching TV to bed. You could you know pick up a book, you know, you could journal, you could read a book, you could even listen to music, certain ones. But the idea of a TV is usually not good. Right. Yeah, because it it wasn't so from yeah. the beginning. So I think uh, it's yeah. having taking all those electronic devices from our bedroom is the best for us and reducing our even over like overall screen time. You know, there was a okay. time I was trying to cultivate a good sleep habit. When I want to enter into the room to go and sleep, I take my phones and every other thing and I, I put them in the sitting room. So that even when I turn and you know, there's this tendency that even when you turn, the next thing is to mm-hmm. check your phone. You understand? Mm-hmm. So I will take it off yeah. the bedroom, all the electronic bed- devices from the bedroom. So that when I when I even wake up to use my service, I'm not this I'm not tempted to check the phone and see what message has entered so that place of now having a tv remote control beside you that i feel like oh, um it's like the sleeper <laughs> let me just watch small movie before you know it the sleep is gone so i think it's best to take away all forms of yeah. electronic devices including tvs and sound system away from the room i think our young people should take note of that because we have the whole day to watch TVs yes, to watch yes. to use our phones when it's already getting close to if I have to sleep by 10 at least by 9 30 do away with the phones and switch off all I mean distract distractive devices like the TV and all the sound system so I think we, we have done justice to that another part I love so much please people should not mind me but but I actually love it <laughs> I love good, I love good smell in fact I mean yeah, I love when my bedroom okay, yeah. smells so nice. My kitchen smells nice. My sitting room. But most importantly, my bedroom should smell, I mean, best. Because there's a way, um, a good, should I say, fragrance now, improves the way we actually relax. Like, it, it improves. It, uh, maybe it induces sleep. I don't know. But I think there's a connection between having a a good smelling room let me use that word <laughs> yeah I, I i for me i love it it just makes you relax it just keeps breathing like like <laughs> like breathing it in like, oh my god this is the way it makes you relax and less anxious like i don't know what you have to say about that mm. yeah you're 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 very right about that you know, there are some, um, they call it mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. You know, some, some of them even cleanse with hair. Some of them even cleanse the hair of your bedroom and then they give you this, you know, it promotes your health, it boosts your, your health, and then it helps you to sleep better. Nobody wants to sleep in a room Yeah, because like smell can and even interrupt your leg. can't more smell in here. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So these are one of the things we should take into consideration. Yeah. You're very right about our point. You should actually have a that smells that yeah. welcoming. That is welcoming. That's the word. The brain. <laughs> Thank you. The brain is prepared to, you know, to want you to sleep. You know, once once your body is acquainted with that smell, because you know, smell. One of the things that um, people even use. I mean, one of the great um, pillars people used to, you know, is it advertised or to do certain mm. things is smell, the power of smell. Some people know how to walk, you know, walk with smells that like, helps you and it programs you. Yeah, to, that you know, programming too. I think I think it's a point to note. That programming, it's, it's a point. That's why we talked about yeah. the wake and sleep cycle, receiving the bedroom for only sleep, so that when you lie down on your bed, your body knows that it's time for sleep. So when you enter your bedroom, that has a particular um, aroma, a fragrance, a fragrance that is 
peculiar to your room it tells your body it's time to sleep also i think that that's also true right yeah yeah so thank you so much i mean yeah. it's it's been a lovely time speaking on sleep hygiene today and really even me a lot of new things i'm learning from you today I, i'm so grateful so i, I think the thank last part I, I want us to talk about is you know when you started you said about decision we should make decision and over time mm-hmm. you know even on our extraordinary living podcast channel we've been talking about of scheduling if you want to eat well put it in your schedule put it in your budget i mean planning so now how can we yeah. optimize our sleep schedule we already know that we should have a, a, a we should make we should have a wake and sleep time you know how do you think we can actually optimize it and how possibly can we you know um use the part of scheduling in improving our quality of sleep thank thank you very much for that question this is also a part that we need to know when we talk about rest and sleep you know when once you have a schedule to sleep one thing you should know is that you need to stick by Mm. once you stick by your once you know that okay my bedtime is 10 p.m it could be 11 p.m you should walk towards sleeping at 11 you should walk towards being in bed and then you know that the pre-time the bedtime routine we talked about we spoke about earlier on you begin to execute those things you begin to walk towards it because once you talk about scheduling it means that you have things you want to do and you have the you have you you have those you know those areas or those habits that you you do those things you carry out before sleeping and one of the ways we can optimize it is to you know sticking by it and then you begin to yeah i'm with you are you there yeah you begin to reflect or you begin to plan your day towards that time you want to sleep you should know that since my bedtime since since my sleep time is 10 p.m or is 9 p.m based on your own sleep um, schedule you should work towards finishing the day task before that time you should work towards eating um, early you should work towards finishing the day work you should work towards you know doing every other thing you know we are so accustomed especially students we're so accustomed with the fact that you know you don't sleep any time you know some of us feel like okay we don't sleep any time the time we, we can't sleep past until past midnight but once we begin to make that decision, in fact, people begin to look at us like, oh my God, I think something has changed with this person. And it's a good thing. You don't have to be, a, you don't have to, you know, sleep after 12 or past midnight before you can see yourself as a st- serious person or as being studious. No. It's about scheduling your time. It's about making things that, that matter. Bringing things that matter. You have to make sure that the things that matter, matters to you. So you have to, you have to, you know, make, you know, make your plan about the day. How do you, okay, these are the things I want to do. I have to make sure, so that you know that at the end of the day, nothing is interrupting. There is no schoolwork, there is no assignment, there is no duty, there is no task that is interrupting your, uh, your sleep time. So even if, you know, a situation that is beyond your, your, your control or call, you can always, you know that it's just for a moment, it's just for that moment, and it can never be like that. And once you do things consecutively, and it works it for you, habit, and it becomes an unbreakable habit. So it's about you, exactly. So it's about you knowing what works for you. It's about you scheduling well, like, you know, plan your time well, especially during the day, do the things that matter. And then walk towards it. You should know that okay, somebody wants to, you know, you 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 know you you can't receive a call by 10:50 when you know that you want to sleep 11. And you know that that call is going to last you about 30 minutes. You should know how to reschedule. So that's one of the things. Once you make your sleep a priority, it it becomes easier for you to sleep at a particular time every day. And you know, once you sleep late. It interferes with your wake time. 
even if it does not interfere with your work time, you know that it has reduced the quality. And then it will even reduce the, your productivity the during the day. During the day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why it turns you during the day. What about those people that feel, mm, I will sleep in the afternoon, Jare. They will nap. They will feel, mm, I will sleep in the afternoon. What does, what do you have to say about napping? Um, sleeping. I think during the first episode we spoke about, um, you know, um, sleeping, napping as a complementary or a supplementary sleep. Although we should nap with caution, we sh- we need to nap with caution because you can't sleep in the afternoon and sleep like you can't be sleeping two, three, four hours. In fact, okay, let's say you can't be sleeping that long during the day and expect that you will still get enough sleep at night. No, because napping shouldn't take more than twenty minutes. That's what that's that's what the scientist says, and because around that time, you know, your sleep cycle is regulated, and every every strength or everything you need to everything your body needs to gain back the energy, the lost energy, or the the, the rest you need at that particular time, you know, you can achieve it within twenty. You just revive yourself. Is the best nap time, so you should not be napping mm. exactly just. For your body to rejuvenate for you to revive yourself so you cannot be napping for one hour two hours you know at most let's say 30 to 45 minutes based on okay i love to sleep let me just sleep but napping interferes with the time we're going to sleep at night because you realize that once you've napped during the early sleep, enough you fall asleep you can't fall asleep early enough it actually it, it interferes with your sleep time so this is one of the things that happen and then you you realize that you are awake on 12 and the night is supposed to be a time whereby the your body system is hmm. so i think down. i want to say something here it's so if at all we want to nap we should make it brief and we should not nap close to the evening time like napping around mm-hmm. or yeah. four you understand it should be or uh, maybe midday exactly. you understand mm-hmm. yeah or in the afternoon, not in the evening when the body is already preparing yeah. for uh, darkness is coming little by little. Our the, the level of melatonin begins to rise so that our body is preparing for sleep. So that's not it's not not time to not start napping by four or five. You understand? Because you will still sleep in the night. I think I got that point yeah. so well. Thank you so much for your beautiful contribution. We, we it's been a long time on, on the discussion today, but there's something that came to my mind as we we're talking. You see that many of us we just want to make a bit of excusing. Uh, um, let me say our our fault. You know that when 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 we were in school, for example, mm. like ah, uh, some people just say ah uh, me. I don't like reading in the afternoon. I read at night. Even when they don't have things to do in the afternoon, they can while away the time and then say when it's night, mm-hmm. they will sleep. They will say they, they are nocturnal animals. I don't know. But really, I really <laughs> into because I feel yeah. that the day is for work while the night is, is for sleep. So well, this is what I actually now do for myself. So since I realized that oh, night is for sleep, right? People thought I want to by 12 latest by 12 for example now for a student that is you know has a lot of things to do by 12 you yeah you should be sleeping you understand and you can wake up later on maybe around five or six to get to do some reading and all and i think it's even best to sleep early maybe like 10 (laughs) 11 let's say if you sleep 10 now 11 12 1 2 3 yeah, as I have, as I said, you have taken five hours sleep between ten. Yeah. And so you can still read, and the, the I think the best time to even read is that early part of the day. The brain is, I mean, is at its optimal level. It it has taken enough rest. All the same of the body are, are are taking enough rest. So the body is going to perform optimally at that point. Rather than saying, "Oh, me, I am a national animal." 12, 1, 2, you are reading, 3, you are reading. Then you now, you now want to start sleeping. Mm. When the day, you know, that is, you know, the light is now breaking. Then the level of melatonin is going to be going down. You understand? And your body 
awake yeah. and start working. That is when you want to start sleeping. I think it's going to cause some exactly. stability. You understand? So I think we should not just come up with all these excuses. This is where I am. If things should be done this way for the purpose of your well-being, we can actually restructure and restructure our schedule very well. Make use, make the best use of the day. And night, let's say by seven, you are set to seven to nine. You can read something rather than saying ten seven to nine. I want to just press my phone. Then you not start reading by twelve. Why you should be sleeping? So I think it's still all about maintaining, like having a a, a workable schedule. You no. Know? and sticking to it being consistent with it and you know lives become more productive we become more productive when we stick to such you know a workable schedule so yeah i mean it's been a beautiful time this is the best ever episode <laughs> I, 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 yeah 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 I, i'm i'm expecting the feedback to my audience and um trust me i would get informed as soon as they start rolling in thank you so much for honoring our invitation thank you as well thank you so much all right. thank you so all right. much thank you so much thank you Lisa, yeah. for being a part of this episode although it's quite long but i want you to 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 listen and grasp all the details in fact listen over and over so that you can use that all the values like i said earlier Thank you.